In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. A few weeks ago, Google released a short video about some of their notable search trends for 2022. It was more of a promotional gimmick than a scientific study, but occasionally these end-of-year search summaries can give an interesting, maybe even insightful window into what has been on people's minds and hearts through the year. And interestingly, the video said that this year, people's most notable search query was, can I change something? The balance of that sentence varied. My life, myself, my career, my style. But this year, more than ever before, it said, people were searching for a change. Now, normally I don't pay much attention to commercials, but this one caught my eye because after years of disruption and disconnection and discontent, one might think that what people wanted most this year would be stability, stasis, security. And yet that seems not to be the case. We've been a people walking in darkness, and yet, even as the acuteness of the pandemic has receded, it seems we still have not yet seen the light that we are looking for. So we continue searching for it. Perhaps this is because in the aftermath of such a profound societal rupture, we have actually gained something. A new awareness, a longing to make life meaningful and fulfilling now that we have been reminded just how precious and precarious it is. As we return to normal, many of us are realizing that there remains an emptiness, a, a dissatisfaction with our lives which we are no longer willing to tolerate. To a certain extent, I find this encouraging. People are less willing to settle for mildly miserable as their status quo. And they're looking to make positive changes in their life. This is all well and good, but as powerful as it is, I don't think Google will ultimately help us find what we are looking for. That so many people share this common quest for a change denotes to me, at least, more of an existential restlessness. Which means that to actually fill our empty souls or calm our restive hearts, will, it will require things that are far more profound than what show up in your search bar. We must look elsewhere. It strikes me that the shepherds may also have been searching for something more meaningful in their lives. 
They were Jews living in first century Palestine under an oppressive Roman occupation. They were working in one of the lowest status jobs you could have with long hours, sometimes sleeping in the fields for days at a time, with fending off wild animals at the mercy of the elements, tending tons of smelly sheep all day long. And to top it all off, their taxes were about to go up. Caesar wants more money, so he's counting all his subjects to see how he can squeeze one more denarius out of their already empty pockets. This unhappy reality had been the story of their lives. In fact, it had been the story of their people's lives for hundreds of years. They were all looking for a change, longing for it, praying for it, searching for it. For a Messiah, a Savior, who could restore them to lives of fullness and happiness. But so far, their search had yielded no results. But then one night, one holy night out in the dark and cold, sleeping with their flocks in the hills, everything does change. That which they have been looking for, longing for, searching for, comes to them in the most magnificent, mysterious way. And from this encounter, the shepherds glean three of the most essential gifts of this human life. Gifts that when received, fill their empty souls and calm their restless hearts, gifts that could do the same for us. The first gift that they receive is a profound sense of wonder. That feeling of wow, which both bows them down and draws them in. With the brilliance of the angels bursting into the darkness of the night, something amazing, something awesome has broken through the humdrum haze of their daily existence and called them to attention and reverence. Their world is suddenly shown to be graced with the presence of the holy and such a vision gives them a desire to see and to know more, to celebrate the wonders they have beheld. This, then, is the first great gift of Christmas, the gift of wonder that comes from discovering the presence of God woven into the fabric of our earthly existence. When the shepherds then follow where that wonder leads them, and they arrive at the manger, they discover that next great gift. The gift of love. In search of God, what they find is a mom and a dad and a baby illuminating their humble surroundings with the love that they radiate for one another. This is the way God has chosen to enter this world, and that makes this the most precious scene they could imagine. For in that moment, they have an inkling 
that they might just be witnessing the most powerful force in the universe on display. A force that will blossom in the life of this child as he grows and teaches and serves and leads and gives and dies and rises all by love. That is what the shepherds find swaddled in that stable love incarnate in this baby boy. And it fills their hearts with its light. And this then produces in them that feeling of great joy which the angel spoke of. No longer dissatisfied, discontented with their lot in life. Now they skip on back up into the hills, singing, glorifying God all the way. They have changed. They are still shepherds, yes, but somehow not the same shepherds they were the day before. Because they have experienced the presence of God in this world. They have received and seen Emmanuel, God, with us. And that gives them more than enough reason to rejoice. Joy is that final gift which this holy night gives to them. For now they know that they are not alone. Their existences do have meaning. They are not empty. For God is in the midst of them. And it gives them a sense of fullness that they have been searching for. Wonder, love, and joy. These are the three greatest gifts of Christmas. For they are how we experience God to be with us in this world, in our lives. For this trinity of transcendence brings us out of ourselves and into touch with that reality that exists beyond our immediate awareness. And this makes them three of the most precious gifts one could ever receive in their life. You can search the entire internet for things to change your life, to make it more fulfilling, more meaningful. But if those things don't make your jaw drop in wonder, or your hearts swell with love, or your soul sing for joy, then your searching will inevitably continue. But if you can find those things, things that kindle in you a sense of wonder, love, and joy, then you will have met with the magnificence and the mystery of the divine. And that emptiness, that dissatisfaction, that restlessness that's driving you will be driven away like darkness before a flame. And that is why, on this Christmas night, we come not just to celebrate, but to generate in all the ways that we know how. Through prayer and song, through story and sacrament, through stable scene and flowers and greens, through candlelight and starlight, give those gifts 
of wonder, love, and joy. Gifts which bring us into the very heart of the Almighty by bringing the Almighty into our very hearts. Gifts that if we can find them, will bring our searchings to an end. And make not just our Christmas, but our whole lives merry and bright. Merry Christmas, my friends. May it be filled with wonder, love, and joy. Amen.